Well, hello there. I'm Tracy Resch Williams, business coach and consultant for Alaska Tracy. Businesses work with me that are seeking calmness, clarity, and prosperity. Using my vision mapping framework, I guide them on their journey to success. On this podcast, you can enjoy hearing inspirational stories of success, as well as business tips and tools that you can actually use. So thanks for joining in. And oh, please remember, click the subscribe button, invite your friends and leave a comment. Thank you. Well, hello, everyone, and thank you for joining Alaska Tracy podcast. This episode is loaded with goodness from Linda Roberts, owner of Whispers of Love. She is a shaman. She does shamanism. She's a shaman and Reiki and is just a divine light. You will hear it through her voice as she shares her story of how she began teaching others how to heal through her own healing process. And I'm really thrilled to have Linda share her story with us, as well as tips and tools to help you. If you're feeling stuck, she is the person to go to. So let's give Linda a warm welcome. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Linda Roberts. Linda, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. I was just, we were kind of talking before I hit record about how to introduce Linda. And, and it occurred to me that we became friends on Facebook. I don't even know how. And I was struggling, I think it was two weeks ago. I was struggling. I've been dealing with some anxiety issues and I just come home from running around and I clicked on my phone, Facebook app, and there you were. (laughs) You were doing a Facebook Live on a a women's group that we're both associated with. And what you were discussing was exactly what I needed to hear that day. It was about opening your chakra because sometimes we're blocked, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I I was just moved by that. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, so chakras are a part of our energy centers. We are energy beings. You know, we have a physical body. We also have an energy body. And it's that energy body that kind of starts things for us. I always feel we were just a little spark of energy before we started to create our physical form within our mother's wombs. And it's that energy, that chi, that life force energy that helps to keep us healthy and balanced, not only physically, but emotionally as well. As, she, as Linda's speaking, I'm kind of, for those of you not watching, listening to the podcast, I'm sort of shutting my eyes. Your presence is so calming and just, you know, after I, I listened to that whole episode that day, usually I'm scrolling randomly and I just stopped and I felt this, I felt this really good connection to you. And so if you could, let's like go to the backstory. How did you become a shaman? I've always been intrigued by that word. What, what does that word even mean? And how did you become a shaman? And how did you become a healer? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you again for having me, Tracy. Um, so um, it, it's a journey, just like with anything, our, our lives are a journey. Um, so shaman can be best described as someone who knows. 
Um, when you look at ancient cultures and even indigenous cultures right now, there are medicine people. Uh, we don't call them doctors, but we, they're medicine people because they do more than just treat a physical body. They do things to help um, on a community basis, not only working with um, the energy of the land, but also the energy of the people. And so they are, they are people just like you know, everyone else who have the ability to tap into spirit, to tap into the spirit world that is around us and through us. And so they get answers through going on a journey, as we call it, to, to find out information or return gifts or return parts of parts or parts of someone's soul if they've been through a traumatic experience. And so I'm, I'm really blessed to have um, tapped into this ability that I've had. I didn't always know I had this ability. I was a, a housewife. Uh, I was a former human resources professional who um, got her master's in human resources. Um, and I was working professionally for 10 years in a corporate setting and didn't find that very fulfilling. And so um, long story, I got married, had children, stayed at home for a bit, got really bored and um, still very blessed to be at home with my kids, but raised them and then um, developed a passion for teaching. And so I became an elementary school teacher. So oh. very, very eclectic path. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. And then um, always helping people. I've always wanted to help people. I, I've known that it's at my core. But then something happened 11 years ago when my mom was diagnosed with cancer. It took her within nine months. It was esophageal cancer. Oh. And that it's a really cruel disease, um, this particular type of cancer. And I watched her suffer and I felt helpless and I felt hopeless. And her passing was a catalyst for me to realize she's immortal. I, I really looked up to her, admired her, very strong woman. If she's immortal, that means I'm immortal. So what am I doing with my life right now? And I was in a very unhappy marriage. It was um, to someone who was abusive. And I stepped away from that knowing that I would be loved and supported by the universe. Now, I didn't just do it cold turkey. I was going to say, how did that? <laughs> I'm an educated woman. I have three degrees. I didn't just do it cold turkey. Um, I started to meditate, and I got insights and information about my next steps when I was meditating. So how, how are you? Just let me interrupt you for a second. How were you introduced to meditation? I taught myself. This is what I did. I went into my, um, my closet at my home, told my two um, middle school children that were at home, I need some quiet time. I told my three dogs that I had in the home, I need some quiet time. And I put myself in my closet, sat on the floor in the dark, and I just turned everything off. I turned off the mind and I just said, I'm here. And I connected. And the heart expansion and the heart opening that I felt, it, it was like, I've never tried cocaine, but it's what I can imagine cocaine would be. It was oh. addicting. It felt so good and it felt so right to connect through the heart to, to whatever or whomever. And so I did this every night for, because I'm a night person, so I chose the evening. So before going to bed, I spent about five minutes just doing a meditation 
um, almost every day just to get insights. How am I going to support myself on this journey? How am I going to take care of my children and make sure that they're okay through a divorce? And, you know, how am I going to feed myself? How is, you know, how is this going to happen? And I got information little by little by little every day, which gave me the confidence that I needed to change my life. Now also, I was learning Reiki, which is a wonderful way to bring in this life force energy that we talked about, this chi. And so it, it brings it in stronger for you so you have more energy and more balance. And, and it really helped me to heal some of the things that I, I was having some major health issues, just like my mom. So I had the acid reflux that she had I had had it for 10 years and I was on medicine and she had had it for 25 years and was on medicine and eventually killed her. So it was a huge wake up call for me. I ended up opening up the chakras that are around the throat and the heart where that heartburn resided. And just by doing Reiki for, I think it was about four times on myself, the heartburn was gone. You can do Reiki on yourself. That yes. is a, and you learned how to do it. You, you learned, how did you learn? Did you read yes. books? Did you? I, fo I, I followed a teacher. You usually learn it from a teacher. It's passed down from person to person. And so um, I am now a Reiki master teacher. So I teach people how to do Reiki for themselves. Wow. So they can heal themselves. And you can do it for animals. I love using it on animals. I've helped so many horses and dogs and cats with it from colic to indigestion to um, trauma or, or fear or flight for some of the rescue animals that are out there. It's, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing to do. Oh my gosh. See, this is a problem with interviewing people. I want to buy into all their stuff. Like, I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, we have Eddie who's got bronchitis and we have to do this nebulizer thing. And anyways, Bobby will be like, sign up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wow, that yeah, is the, amazing. The body has an amazing way to heal itself. It truly does. And when it's given the right environment and the right energy to do so, it will repair itself. So I have not had heartburn for, what, is, what has it been, 11 years. Oh my um, goodness. It, it's gone. And, you know, I was doing all the things they say to do, change your diet, um, sit upright when you sleep and, and all these other things. And none of that was working. It was an energy blockage that I had. And so I opened that up. Oh, and I have, I have something wonderful I want to share with you and your listeners about meditation. Okay. Um, I'm self-taught when it comes to meditation. You know, I just opened up my heart and I quieted my mind and that's all I do. I do teach meditation. I teach many different forms of meditation now. Um, but a, a, a pastor that I knew, he, he said this, he goes, praying is talking to God. Meditation is listening. Yes. Isn't it wonderful to, to listen and, and hear? And they say, you know, we were given two ears and one mouth, right? <laughs> right. So I think you need to listen more than you speak. You're a good listener, by the way. <laughs> I think so many people think meditation is about a religion or non-religion or woo-woo or that it's about shutting the mind off and 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 it's about 
sort of watching, right? Watching those thoughts come and watching them go and not attaching to them, taking them grocery shopping, I like to say. Yes. Yeah. It's not shutting off the mind. What you're doing is you're tapping into the creative right brain. You're quieting the left brain and you're opening up and getting, getting the right brain to expand a little bit more. Balance is key. You know, here on balance or here on earth, we have duality. And so balance is key. So you want to balance how much time and attention you give to your right brain versus your left brain. And so I feel that that's what meditation is. So it's pausing some of the thinking, just pause. And then you can turn it back on because goodness knows as humans, we do need our brains. We have evolved and developed them over thousands of years and they have served us well. So it's not totally ignoring the brain or the thoughts, but it's balancing the creative side with the logical side. Right. And that pause allows for us to keep ourselves out of trouble. Maybe when we want to say something or type something and it, it, the, the practice of meditation is the pause. The, when you were talking about the diet and all that, I, I was thinking throughout my journey, which, you know, I always, I mentor a lot of women and I always thought um, post-traumatic stress syndrome was not real. Mm. thought anxiety was not real mm. and now I know it is real and I've tried throughout the five months I four months I thought I was dying I tried all different diets and all different things and before all this started I used to have a problem I thought with dairy or whatever and it's all gone it's all gone like I don't eat mass quantities of ice cream you know mass quantities of sugar and stuff but it's all gone and, and I believe it's all that practice of opening. Be, like I had to be in so much angst that I was willing to sit still and start opening up my heart, which obviously was still hardened. <laughs> but it happens. Life, life is hard. Earth is a hard experience. Right? Yes. I was sharing with Linda that my anxiety started by a moose um, charging me. And it was one of the scariest experiences I've ever had in my life. And I've had amazing moose experiences. And you said to me, what did you say about, because I, I believe the moose is my spirit totem animal. Like it just appears all the time in my life since I've lived in Alaska. And, and what was the, you said something about what Go ahead. What, what was Are you it? going to embrace the moose energy that is inviting you to come and work with it? So working with the energy of, of moose has its benefits. And I feel, I believe as a shaman, I believe we have animals in spirit form that are helping us just as we have angels, only they're in the form of animals. And so it's these animal totems and these spirit animals that we have some, some are with us our whole life and some come and go as we go through stages in our life. Like I had new power animals and spirit animals come to me during my divorce and then they've drifted away. Um, but I know I've got some other ones that are with me the whole duration of my lifetime. It's just a part of, of who I am is that energy of, you know, like let's say a, a red tail hawk. I've got, um, I've got red tail hawk in my totem and I know that's been with me for a long time. 
And so I, I embraced the qualities of a red-tailed hawk, just as it, I think the moose was inviting you to embrace the qualities of working with, with that moose energy. It's strong, it's powerful. Um, it can be, um, you know, with their beautiful antlers, it can be very showy. <laughs> so step into that, that showgirl power and, you know, pull, pull in some of your strength. And what I read, because I went back and read everything, and, and what I read was it can be showy in a humble way. Yes. Because I can be all that, right? And think, right. and then the ego takes over. And and so after we had talked, we my husband and I finished painting our deck, which you would love. It winds through the property, 90 stairs down to the barn and the greenhouse. And so I was doing the railings, and he was doing the the some of the benches. Somebody built benches all along this. It's just beautiful. And I looked up and we had Chansey out there. Eddie was in the house. And I said, look, she's right. She's right there through the fence. We have another property that's all wooded right next to us. And we have this whole property's fenced. We just, it's a God thing. And there was the moose on the other side of the fence. And, and I was like talking to her. And then Bobby said, aren't you supposed to be embracing something here? And I was like, oh yeah. And then he went to go do something. And, and I thought she, I'm sure it was her, had just lost one of the babies. There's bears and there's evidence. And, and so I just started talking to her and she stayed out there the whole entire time we painted. And Chansey didn't bark. I said, we see, we see her. We're good. We're okay. And then I just kind of connected with her. Like, it, you know, just, it was really wonderful. That's beautiful. Yes. Yes. Just be in that energy with them. And she felt your presence, I'm sure. And that you had love and compassion to send to her. And she felt that. And she was welcoming that into her heart, I'm sure. It was just beautiful. And of course, I had to go down there and take a photo. For, and Bobby's like, would you just leave her alone? She's just, we're having a moment. And I, I'm real quick. I'm real quick. Real quick photo. Thank you, mama. And then I left her alone and she was just fine. Yes. So how long have you been doing your, and, and your website, which I'll put in the show notes for everyone listening in, the whispers of love. How long have you been consulting uh what, what do you what do you call it when you're working with people i guess yeah yeah well i, I call it my healing practice yes um yes. so i similar to you i do like to empower women and i do it more on the spiritual side of things where they can realize some of their intuitive gifts and their intuitive abilities um as i started to heal myself and meditate, um, I started to become more aware of the connection that I have to the spirit world. It's available to everybody. Everybody is intuitive. Everybody has that sixth sense. And so it's opening that ability up a little bit more for you to tap into. That is, that is where I come in. People uh, will counsel with me and, and learn from me, and, but then I also do healings as well. So I, I have a healing part of my practice, and then I have a teaching part where I teach people how to do Reiki. I teach people how to do some of the shamanic things with power animals or, or journeying or um, all kinds of beautiful things that help to shift their energy and transform their lives. It really is a transformational thing to, uh, to experience. And how long have you been doing this 
When, when were you able to step away from your job? Um, yeah, so I, I changed my career um, in my life. It was 11 years ago. So it was just about a month after my mom passed that I started to step into this. And I, I learned Reiki, I think it was um, three months after she passed. And so I, I studied that. And then I studied um, the shamanic healing with several world-renowned shamans. And, um, and here I am. <laughs> so if somebody wanted to work with you, what are the ways that they would work with you and maybe a little experience that somebody mm -hmm. might have? Yes. Yeah. Um, so working with me, usually I, I work virtually. Uh, I do have clients all around the globe and um, I'm in the uh, Chicago suburb, but I've got clients in California, Canada, Florida, um, even in Cairo, Egypt. Um, I've been working with this gal um, in Cairo. She's, she's been a client for about nine years and I've helped her transform her life through so many shifts and career changes and, and relationships that she's had with men. And it's just been beautiful to see her unfold um, as a beautiful flower does blossom. Um, so the, the work I do can be done over the phone. It can be done over Zoom or any other video chat, WhatsApp. Um, and, and so we, we work virtually. And what I do is I, I sometimes will ask for a picture of yourself or of an animal. I do all these things for animals as well. Um, so you can send me a picture and then I'll be able to get a, a read on the energy and what maybe what some blockages are that you have, like your chakras are, are blocked. I think when you found me, I was doing some quick mini readings for some people who were asking about which chakras were blocked. And we have seven main in our, en in our energy form. Uh, we have many, many minor chakras as well, but I was taking a quick glance energetically at their chakra system when we were um, doing that experience on, on Facebook. And I'm going to interrupt you for a second again, because as I was listening, I was thinking, there's always a little skeptic, right, in me. And I was, you were going through the names, and so many of them were coming back with, oh my gosh, I've just had this happen. Oh my gosh. And you were like, right on. And then I was just like, oh my goodness, this is, you're amazing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's been a journey. It's been a journey that I really, really enjoy and that I am so blessed to be a part of. I never would have thought, you know, when I went to college, my gosh, 30 some years ago that I would, that I would be doing this, but I was open to receiving whatever needed to be done. And I was at a really painful point in my life where I was like, I don't care what's coming. I just know I need a change. I need to change this. And I trust that the universe is going to support me, that God is going to support me and guide me. And I let go of control and it unfolded in this way. So it's been a lovely, blessed journey for me. And I, I want to share that with other people because, you know, I felt so disempowered myself and I felt lost and um, unworthy and all of these things that have unfolded for me have just helped me to feel I, the universe has my back. I, I can do this. You can, and you are. You're, you're just this grounded force. 
Yes, thank you. You, you, <laughs> you like elude confidence. And do you have a membership site? Um, I, I don't at this point in time. Um, I do have a Facebook group that I okay. can share in the links and I'd love to have people come into that. Um, so I do intuitive readings for my group members uh, about once a week. Sometimes it will be using some Oracle cards. Sometimes I'll just say, hey, post a question out there and I'll, I'll give you some insights. So that's, that's wonderful. What is the name of that group? Mm -hmm. It's called Soulful Spirits. Soulful Spirits. And that's a free group on Facebook. Yes, it's a free group on Facebook. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. So are there any last minute tools or tips that you would like to share? You've, you've given quite a few. <laughs> Yes. Um, so I think what I'd like to let your listeners know is that everybody has these intuitive gifts. Everybody has the ability to quiet the mind just for a few moments and tap into spirit or tap into their own hearts to find how to navigate life. You know, we get lost. We, we truly do. Um, but I, I feel like your heart knows the way. And so by quieting the mind, you can hear the heart and then the heart is going to guide you and, and let, let the universe guide you as well. It'll have you, you know, pop onto someone's Facebook feed all of a sudden <laughs> or run into them at a coffee shop or whatever it may be. There will be synchronicities that'll line up for you. And it's, it's just beautiful to watch it unfold. That's beautiful. Thank you. Last question that I always ask guests how would you define success? Oh, um, well, I think it's defined on an individual basis. For me personally, I think if, if I get up every day and do my best, that is success. You said the same exact thing as my last guest. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Yesterday, last night, oh my goodness. And then I just read that same exact thing last night in Wayne Dyer's book, I Can See Clearly Now. Yeah, that's all you can do. Oh. You're here, you're, I think you're here on earth to learn and grow about, to learn and grow more about yourself. And if you do your best, I think that's all you can ask for. Right. Yes. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today, Linda. And I will put all your contact information uh, in the show notes. I'm all about, um, like I teach a lot of the same things and, and I'm drawn to people that do it in a different way. And so I'm all about bringing my community as many teachers as possible so that they can find their own way. However, because we learn from different people and yeah. I end up learning from all my guests and usually <laughs> spending time with them. <laughs> Because I'm like, wait, I need that help. <laughs> yes, well, it's beautiful. It's beautiful for you to to grow this group and to have this safe space for everybody to to learn and grow. I mean, it's it's really a blessing. So thank you oh, for doing thank this. You and we're not done yet. We've got we're going to talk about Eddie and all sorts of stuff. So great. Uh, so thank you for being on the show and thank you everyone for listening in today. Appreciate you being here. And until the next episode, thank you.